Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. You're listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast. Compliance changes are coming, and we are highlighting what agents need to know in Major Compliance Changes Coming to Medicare Advantage and Part D for 2024, written by Roxanne Anderson. We are urging our agents to prepare now. If that sounds serious, well, there's a lot coming down the pipe for Medicare Advantage and Part D regulations, and we want to make sure agents know as soon as possible so you can make your plans and preparations sooner rather than later. For quick background, in 2023, agents selling Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plans were subject to new third-party marketing organization requirements and Medicare sales call recording rules. For 2024, CMS has proposed clarifying a few items related to this newer regulation, bringing back a few old rules, and adding in some new ones in a continued effort to crack down on deceptive sales practices. This episode is essentially a summary of the upcoming Medicare Advantage and Part D rule changes we expect to be finalized before this year's annual enrollment period. The changes fall under three categories, the first of which, new Medicare lead generation rules. For 2024, CMS is proposing multiple changes related to lead generation, including bringing back the 48-hour scope of appointment, or SOA, rule clarifying how long permission to contact and SOAs remain in effect, and a few more third-party marketing organization, or TPMO, requirements. Let's look at the SOA 48-hour and six-month rules. These are arguably the biggest changes facing agents next year. CMS intends to reinstate the 48-hour scope of appointment timeframe, prohibiting personal marketing appointments from taking place until 48 hours after a potential enrollee completes an SOA. If you are familiar with the old 48-hour SOA requirement that was relaxed for the 2018 AEP, the previous language of, quote, when practicable, end quote, will not be included in the new rule. SOAs will need to be obtained at least 48 hours in advance, so no more same-day scopes. CMS also adds that an SOA will only remain valid for six months from the beneficiary's signature date. As far as the permission-to-contact six-month rule, Similar to the SOA validity change, CMS states that permission to contact will only remain valid for six months after an enrollee or potential enrollee first asked for information. TPMO revised disclaimer and data sharing restrictions. There are two changes related to TPMOs. 
one of which prohibits the sharing of personal beneficiary data with other TPMOs, and the second, revising the TPMO disclaimer. The revised disclaimer will need to include state health insurance programs, or SHIPs, as an option for beneficiaries to obtain additional help, as well as a list of every MA organization or Part D sponsor with which the TPMO contracts in a beneficiary's service area. So here's our example of the revised disclaimer for TPMOs that do not contract with every Medicare Advantage organization or Part D sponsor within a service area. Quote, We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area, which are, and then insert your list of MA organizations and Part D sponsors. Follow that with please contact Medicare.gov, 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program to get information on all of your options, end quote. And then our example of the revised disclaimer for TPMOs that contract with every MA organization or Part D sponsor in the service area, quote, we offer the following plans in your area, and then insert your list of MA organizations and Part D sponsors. Follow that with, you can always contact Medicare.gov, 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program for help with plan choices, end quote. Moving on to the next category of changes, new Medicare sales presentation rules, because there are proposed changes that will affect the way agents complete Medicare Advantage and Prescription Drug Plan, or PDP, sales presentations for 2024. These changes primarily involve limiting what calls need recorded, sharing key enrollment details with clients, and reinstating previous restrictions related to educational events. Let's start with call recording and defining what calls need to be recorded. CMS is limiting the requirement to record calls between TPMOs and beneficiaries to sales, marketing, and enrollment calls. This should eliminate the need to record appointment-setting calls and check-ins after sales. However, calls with current clients for retention purposes must be recorded. Additionally, CMS is specifying that virtual sales, marketing, and enrollment calls, such as those completed through video conferencing and other virtual telepresence methods, must be recorded. Moving on to the enrollment info to be provided. Agents will need to explain to an enrollee the effect of their enrollment choice on their current coverage, including disenrollment from other plans and cost changes. For telephonic sales, agents must also share key pre-enrollment information with potential enrollees when processing enrollments. Now, let's talk about educational event restrictions. Returning to stricter guidelines, agents will no longer be able to collect SOAs or beneficiary contact information or schedule future marketing appointments at educational events. 
agents will also be prohibited from holding a marketing event within 12 hours of the educational event in the same location. And CMS defines the same location as the entire building or adjacent buildings. CMS has also set a cash equivalent definition. So in their eyes, cash equivalent in the framework of reward and incentive will include gift cards offered by large retailers or online vendors that sell a wide variety of items. So think big box stores or Amazon. Next category, new and revised Medicare special enrollment periods. CMS is proposing a few new special enrollment periods, SEPs for short, or changes to the existing SEPs. Changing the Part D SEP related to the Part B GEP enrollment. Earlier this year, the Consolidated Appropriations Act changed Medicare rules regarding Part B effective dates when beneficiaries enroll during the General Enrollment Period, or GEP. CMS intends to revise the Part D SEP for individuals who enroll in Part B during the GEP to align with the new Part B effective dates for the GEP enrollment. The revised Part D SEP will allow an individual who is not entitled to premium-free Part A and who enrolls in Part B during the GEP to request enrollment in a Part D plan between the time the individual submits the application for Part B through the first two months of their enrollment in Part B. The effective date of the Part D coverage will change to the first of the month following the month the Part D sponsor receives the enrollment request. To give an example, let's say an individual enrolls in Part B on February 12, 2023, with a March 1, 2023 effective date. They would have the special enrollment period to enroll in a Part D prescription drug plan from February 12, 2023 to April 30, 2023. If they request enrollment in a Part D plan on March 5, 2023, their coverage would be effective April 1, 2023. With this change, CMS expects simplification of the enrollment process and a reduction of potential gaps in prescription drug coverage. It's important to note that the revised SEP will also align with most Part D enrollment and SEP timeframes. CMS has also proposed new Exceptional Condition Part C and D SEPs. When signed into law, the Consolidated Appropriations Act also gave CMS authority to create SEPs based on exceptional conditions for enrollment into Medicare Parts A and B. CMS is adding corresponding exceptional condition SEPs for Part C, Medicare Advantage, and Part D, drug coverage. An exceptional condition is defined as unusual or not typical. These can include a government-declared emergency, misinformed by employer, released from incarceration, 
loss of Medicaid eligibility, or circumstances determined by the Social Security Administration. And they apply to individuals who miss an initial enrollment period, the GEP, or another SEP. The new special election periods will allow individuals who use an exceptional condition to enroll in Premium Part A and or Part B a chance to enroll in a Medicare Advantage or prescription drug plan. The new Part C and D exceptional condition SEPs will begin when a person submits a Premium Part A or Part B application and continue for the first two months of their enrollment in Part A and Part B. Coverage for the Medicare Advantage or Part D plan will be effective the first of the month following when the plan receives the enrollment request. So, for example, let's say an individual enrolls in Premium Part A or Part B using an Exceptional Conditions SEP on July 8, 2023, with an effective date of August 1st, 2023. They can also request enrollment in a Medicare Advantage or Part D plan on August 3rd, 2023, and that coverage would be effective September 1st, 2023. Now, I do want to say here that we understand that these changes may present some challenges, but please remember, we are here to help you navigate them to ensure you stay compliant and productive and your clients stay covered and safe. For more information on these or any other Medicare marketing guidelines and regulations, please review the full Medicare communications and marketing guidelines and the Medicare Advantage and Part D communication requirements. And you can also email our compliance officer at officer at ridderim.com. We will have all of those links for you in the episode notes, as well as the link to the print version of this episode on our Agent Survival Guide blog. Again, if you have questions, please reach out, because chances are, if you have them, Other agents probably are having them as well, and we would love to answer them here on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow along with our podcast so you can get episodes like this one delivered as soon as they are published. It also helps us to know what you want to hear about and how we can create resources around some of those questions. You can follow our show on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever it is you like to listen. And with that, we will see you next episode. <laughs> <laughs>